Many of us were already under the impression that CNN is fake news. But in this week in particular, they've had a really bad week with all kind of things coming out exposing them as really beyond fake news, disingenuous, corrupt, faulty, wrong. It involves their CEO, Jeff Zucker. It involves Trump's ex-lawyer, Michael Cohen. And it involves their resident pool boy, Chris Cuomo. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. You can follow me personally on Twitter and Instagram at Kill Cartoon. You can follow him personally on Twitter and Instagram at RX Phonics. Yes, indeed. Follow us. Enjoy us. Thank you, everybody. Man, uh, the viewership, the listening, uh, the episode numbers just skyrocketing. So thank, thanks to for everyone for tuning in. Yes, indeed. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, I mean, whether it's something that we say on the episode or just topics or, or anything, uh, we would definitely appreciate that. Yes, indeed. So getting into this situation with CNN, um, you want to kind of give a, a breakdown and overview of, of what exactly took place this week and why it was such a bad week right? for CNN. <laughs> so uh, Tucker Carlson on, on, uh, on his show obtained... Um, audio of Chris Cuomo talking to Michael Cohen before an interview. Now, not in a normal way, like the way that you would talk to someone right before you interview them, like, oh, hey, uh, are you live? Is the sound good? No, it's like literally coaching him through exactly how the conversation is going to go, how you should react, and how you should counter... (laughs) some of the questions the and fakest yeah sorts of journalism period um for anybody that doesn't know michael cohen was trump's lawyer yeah. uh they had a famous falling out and since then michael cohen has been on the side of the radical left in terms of trying to get at trump in terms of trying to expose him which is so funny when you have these situations where these people have been rocking with somebody for so long, but then the minute they either get fired or things don't work out, like they totally switch up on their principles. It can't just be, oh, well, things didn't work out between us. We went our separate ways. It's now, oh, this guy is the worst person in the world. And I've always known, but I still worked for them for all that time. But now is the time to expose them. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And it's funny that it's good luck America that where I found this. Well, I first saw it on Tucker tonight, but then uh, the fact that Good Luck America, which is, I mean, they're not like 
terribly biased, but they are biased. They, they're not very big fans of, of of Trump. So when they when they come out with something and they're criticizing CNN, uh-huh. that's pretty embarrassing. Like you're being criticized now by your own side of how biased you are. Where it's not even it's not even journalism. This is part of the footage, by the way, that that Tucker had. Let me see if I could play it. Um, it, it's just hilarious. I think the way this conversation goes is almost. Actually, let me give a little overview. So so that's Chris Cuomo talking to Michael Cohen. So the first person you hear, it's going to be Chris Cuomo kind of explaining how this conversation is going to go. I think the way this conversation goes is almost exactly where we're having it right now, which is where I say, this looks shady. And you say, yeah, it looks shady to you because you're coming with a specific intention. But I'm telling you, here's why I did. (laughs) Yeah. So this is how you answer. Now let me let me ask you this cuz yeah. this is so crazy to me. <laughs> the media Cohen, Cuomo, fucking Bob Woodward, all these cowards recording is like when did that when, why is that a thing? Like you're recording motherfuckers like I get if this is a super secret top secret change the world fucking assassinate kim jong-un type of mission well then yeah maybe i could rock with it but motherfuckers are just going around recording phone conversations why that's i don't know there's something about that that strikes me as the most bitch made shit yeah and what's so funny about it is i remember when i was younger and i seen the movie all the president's men which is pretty much about the watergate situation yeah which I didn't know until recently that Bob Woodward was involved in that whole thing, that 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 exposing of, of Richard Nixon and everything like that. And I remember even when I was a kid, like kind of hearing about that and getting the details and everything like that, I always thought that that was bitch made. It's all right, dude had like the, the Democrats tapped or whatever. Like, I mean, it's probably not the nice thing to do, but I could think of like far worse things that you could do, especially like if you were as good a president as Richard Nixon seems to have been. But yeah, that was a thing back then. But even like now to this day, uh, just so it's just so disheartening that like that's like how like that men operate like that. Yeah, but I, I could see it coming from them because they've tried every single angle. So I, at this point, it's desperation mode. Oh, look, look, Trump said, Trump said. COVID-19 is deadly and then he talked to people and made them feel better about it. Look, yeah. look, listen, listen, he lied. And it's like, okay, I mean, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? I, I'm sure every president that has gotten a briefing on some of the shit we don't know as Americans, on, on some of the stuff that, that goes yeah, I'm on. I'm sure presidents have gotten briefings like it's the end of time. It's the end time yeah. right now. And, <laughs> and just be cool. Yeah. <laughs> just be cool, yeah. I, 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 I always remember this because when Obama said that he, he he got his first foreign policy briefing, like on some like super secret intel shit, he wanted to jump out of the building, out of the window. That's what he wanted to do. So, uh, yeah. Excuse Trump or Obama or Clinton or the Bushes for keeping it cool with certain shit that's pretty wild. Remember on that Michael Moore documentary, I want to say Fahrenheit 911, where Michael Moore 
in all his fat fucking glory, <laughs> attempted to defame President George Bush when and by pulling up the moment where George Bush was yeah. uh, made aware of the attack on on the World Trade Center. Yeah. And because he's like, look at his face. Because he was reading stories to kids. Yeah. And so he was in some some school. I don't know where, like what state, what city. But he was in some school and a Secret Service member walks up to him very calmly, as he should, and lays it on him. Like we were yeah. just attacked, this, that, and the other. And he notably has a reaction, but he doesn't lose his shit. And what was so funny is Michael Moore alluded to it being a thing where Bush should have like wigged the fuck out, like started flipping the desk over and yeah. telling the kids, hide, hide. <laughs> like that he's doing the presidential thing. Like yeah. be cool, go regroup, see what the fuck is going on, take a sip of water and then like, let's figure this out. Same thing with Trump. And what's so wild to me is like, people are so upset about supposedly that Trump downplayed everything. But what's in pure insanity is, do you remember with things the way they were, there was a shortage of food already. There was a shortage of paper towels already. There was a shortage of water already. There was a shortage of toilet tissue already. So, and that's with quote unquote air quotations, Trump playing it down. Imagine what it would have been if he hadn't. Yeah. yeah. Guns selling off the racks. And that's with, again, him so uh, quote unquote playing it down. Nah. I mean, I went to the store. There was nothing left. There's no AR-15s. It's like, oh, it's either this shoddy or that's it. And this is the only ammo we have. Right. And that was that was a certain, because there was other stores. There was nothing left. Right. Um, as you know, and as we took pictures, it was one of the most shocking moments during this whole COVID-19 stuff was like. Fuck I mean, China. Beans. <laughs> beans, rice. Like in toilet paper. Toilet paper? Whatever. Isn't it so funny that the left, they draw down so much on Trump, Trump, Trump. This is Trump's fault, the COVID-19. But not once do they say, like, fuck China, which that's who they should be upset at. So crazy. I, I digress. Yeah. No, it, it's true, though. It's true. Like, I've yet to see media really, like, asking... Well, what, what, like even the numbers. I remember the numbers uh, where where China was at at a certain moment, and I was like, "Yeah, those are obviously fake numbers. They're obviously fake numbers. Their population is huge." No, and I'm people, not gonna believe people that. People buy that shit too. Yeah, so it's just it's it's funny how people uh, switch so fast. I remember when Ch uh, Ch Chinese travel was halted. Mm-hmm. And I remember Nancy Pelosi's reaction. I'm down to Chinatown. Yeah. And, oh, well, that didn't pan out very well for you. Because it wasn't xenophobic. It was just being playing it safe. And, I mean, we didn't... You can't. You also can't panic over something you don't understand quite right. F fully, right? Exactly. It's kind of like the whole fight or flight. I think, I think when you choose to fight, that... You can't just like go ham on somebody or, or on something. You have to kind of like calculate and and see like how how you do stuff. I, I tend to like when, actually when I when I get a when I'm in a stressful situation like a real shocking situation, I tend to 
like be very uh very calm about it but it's not calm it's not it's like a it's a it's a scared calm but like kind of a calm like okay i'm in this situation what am i gonna do mm-hmm. what is like i start analyzing stuff before i act upon stuff so that and you have to do that and especially as as a the president of the free world like i think i think you should definitely consider how people are reacting and how you sound to actually calm stuff down and at least keep it at a level where it's like manageable so again recording this recording that but again it, it's it's really the fact that they have nothing because remember it was the president's daughter-in-law with the book now it's woodward with this stuff and now it has a book fucking yeah yeah there's so many books lined up to come out and none of them seem to to be hitting the way that they they want to hit it's so ridiculous these people the way that they operate yeah yeah and 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 what i find even funnier was there was also a clip of uh, jeff zucker yeah saying how he likes trump and oh man i get along with him his 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 personality so magnetic uh this this and that like i just see that them over at cnn they're just as fake as they come yeah just because i mean think about that shit as a ceo he's saying this is what he said this is these were his words he said yeah you know i just don't want it to you know like because you know like if i hang out with him or i talk to him on the phone or something you know he'll say it uh in one of his rallies and i you know i can't have that what do you mean you can't have that you can't have like you can't have trump say the truth about something why and so it's it, it it makes it where it started making me feel like seeing all this started making me feel like do they do this to just have a to survive like to just like oh well trump is is part of the around the clock type news and this is what's going to get us paid just like hating on him like yeah. almost like purposely and unashamed at this point like this is just not even yeah because it really does make you think like in the event that he were to lose what the fuck are they going to fill their time slots with now yeah and actually even even in that conversation with uh michael cohen jeff sucker uh, this time he was saying, oh, and this was, uh, what, 2016? Oh, 2015. 20, yeah, because he got elected 2016. So, yeah, 2016. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if, 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 if he ends up, like, losing or whatever, I have, like, a time slot for, for Trump. He could have a show on CNN and this, this, and that. So I don't know. This, sound, this sounds like you're trying to be buddy-buddy with him, even though you, you, ha- you hate him. So... Those are just not people you uh, you'd even want to associate with. No, the fakeness is yeah, it's too too intense. It's too too toxic. Yeah, like like I can see if you're not a fan, you're not a fan. That's fine. But I mean, we we see this all the time, and if why why is it always the right side, right? That uh, with with a few exceptions on the left, but on the right side of things. Why? Why are journalists or or you know podcasters or or anybody on the right? How come? How come they're willing to hear the other side? Right? 
Yeah. Like, wh- why Why is it that Ben Shapiro wants to have someone on his show that might not agree with him? Why is it that um, Crowder is willing to have those people, right? Yeah. Again, there, there are the few exceptions to the left, like, you know, uh, Bill Maher. I think I think Charlemagne, even though he, I don't necessarily see him as a political figure. Um, he, or, he'll or, have those conversations. Yeah, he'll have those conversations. Um, Tim Pool, since he's he's a lefty, but nowhere near. Well, at least he was because he said he's voting for Trump this go around. Yeah, but I think he's just tired of this shit though too. Like. Because, too, like, if you're really a Democrat that wants to win, how frustrating is this year? How frustrating is these last four years, really? Like, I can't, I can't, in order for me to to hold down these motherfuckers, I have to be okay with the defund the police. I got to be okay with the Black Lives Matter rhetoric. I got to be okay with this Me Too shit. I got, like, everything that's just horrendous and extreme from the left, you have to be okay with. I got to be okay with mayors like Ted Wheeler totally being oblivious to what's going on and blaming what's going on in the city on Trump somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's so, so, like, just otherworldly. Yeah, I, I obviously would feel bad. Even if I disagree with you, just for the fact that you really don't have a fighting chance... To, to, to actually sit down and have this argument because your side is too 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 preoccupied with in a way uh, it seems like kind of locking this down for Trump yeah I don't think they think that way but I don't see any other any other results I mean Unless things are that far gone, which, I mean, then that means that would be the least of our problems if they were that far gone. But, no, this I don't see people responding well to this nonsense whatsoever. Now, quick question. Where, where do you, after Trump, where do you see CNN going? <laughs> Since I they've become... No I think... Uh, do you think they adapt and become better, or do you think... Yeah, I think that they have to. I think they know that, so they probably adapt, become better, maybe have, like, some uh, some more panel shows, people from the right on there to have, like, more back and forth. Um, also, after Trump, it it also depend on what the political atmosphere is at that point like is the political atmosphere like what it is now or it's just like hate the right type shit or does that tone down because if it's hate the right still then no matter who comes after trump republican wise then they're going to get the same treatment but uh but maybe not maybe it's you know their anger the source of the anger is trump and then maybe they'll they'll calm down that that's a little bit hard to predict but i think that they'll more or less be forced to to some degree tone it down now do you feel like media will be different like i only say that because of the whole joe rogan thing so joe rogan basically said that he'd be open to do to having a 4 hour debate between Joe Biden and Trump 
in which Trump responded and said, oh, yeah, I'd be open to that. Obviously, we already know the there's uh, three debates lined up, and that's that. So this would have to be something fr- from the outside. Mm-hmm. But it's just the simple fact that, like, Joe Rogan has such a... A big following? Yeah, following, and not only that, but just really a, a, a strong foundation going forward... Do you think situations like this will change the dynamic of of the way? To a certain degree, I I mean it, it's gonna take time, because um, obviously like Joe Rogan, he's not in the like part of the debate commission, and there's there's a lot of uh, red tape to cut through. But definitely, I think like stuff like this will definitely garner interest from a lot of people, and it'd be something they'd be forced to look it into going forward. Yeah, I, I um, I think in general also kind of keeps because like before Trump, at least in my lifetime, politics was politics, and if you were into it, you were into it. If not, then eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let the people that care about this shit vote, right? I would actually say not even before Trump. I would say Obama first term and Trump's first term it kind of became this thing especially I would say Trump it kind of became so polarizing where it's, it's, it almost became like center stage in culture mm-hmm. politics I, f- I feel at least like I feel like now that's just a, a big conversation a lot a lot more people are willing to have yeah but a lot of people are having these conversations and not knowing shit about it that's the that's issue that's true that's, true. That's the issue with it. Like, I'm all for more people being involved in politics. That's good. It's good that you're familiar with your country's political process. It's good that you have ideas. It's good that you have principles and beliefs. But way too many people have way too much to say and don't know shit about it. Yeah. Like, today I seen some dumbass shit on Instagram or something. It said... Mexican firefighters are helping fight fires in California and in Oregon, yet we put their kids in cages. I was like, what? What? Like, how are the two correlated? One is like a voluntary help. The other is law. What do you suggest is done with those kids? Like, just kick them loose? Like, I don't... It's just just that type of moronic shit that is just like, and whoever posted that, I'm sure they thought they 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 felt really good about themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they post that dumbass shit. It's just like sometimes, sometimes. Oh man, sometimes people are just like a little bit too basic, and and sometimes some of these political discussions. Are a little bit too complex for how basic some people are. Yeah, if if this political climate was a reminder of any chapter of, of anything that I've ever read, it reminds me of uh, Jordan Peterson's uh, "Clean Your Room Before You Decide to Criticize the World." Yeah, and I think that we're at the point where everyone's criticizing the world, but lo and behold, 
if you look a little bit deeper, if, if, if you break a couple of these people down, you're going to realize like these people don't have shit together and they're no. far from it. Far from it and don't understand politics. Their, their, their solution to everything is the government giving, oh, government pay for this, oh, government pay for that, oh, government pay for this, and that's it. That's all they know. There's no, they don't know any real political solutions or political discourse. And last week we talked about the Candace Owens Cardi B thing, and when Cardi B was was interviewing Biden, she said, "I want the taxes lowered." Moron. <laughs> and then, and then the next question was, uh, "Can we have free health uh, health care for all?" She's an idiot. Yeah. It, 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 like how exactly? Wait, what? And. Yeah, that's basically a microcosm of, of what a lot of the political arena is, especially from the left. Now, that's not to say uh, the right doesn't have some people that, that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But I don't think that the right has anything on the mainstream. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, right now, there's nothing on the mainstream. Um, and, and even like what they do have... And I don't even think this is extreme. I don't know if you heard about the whole cutie pie thing. The cutie pies. No. That movie about the little girls. Oh, cuties on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cuties. What did I say? Cutie pie? Jesus Christ. Uh, cuties. Um, to an extent, yeah, that's just pretty uncomfortable. I haven't watched it. I don't know if you, you got to check it out. Nah, what the hell would I check that out for? Well, just because... Just to see like where people were, cause Ben Shapiro kind of broke it down, and yeah, I'm good. I don't need to watch that. <laughs> I don't need to watch that. Um, ben Shapiro saw it and he was like, he didn't. He obviously wasn't a fan of it, but he was saying, well, sometimes people make movies trying to criticize something, and maybe it doesn't pan out, cause supposedly, I guess the director, she she made the movie to criticize like the over sexualization of kids oh, she did a hell of a job yeah and so, well and that's the thing like you definitely botched it having kids dance sexually yeah that's stupid. On, on on netflix that it almost that, that's almost as bad as uh what was the the uh, kathy griffin when she had the trump severed head yeah it's like well nonsense mm. This is this is this is horrible. But with with that, like a lot of a lot of especially on the conservative side, a lot of people have criticized the the movie. But I think with very good principles, like there should be a limitation to that. You know, you you've seen in in in, in uh, when it comes to film and 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 the history of it, there's been there's been those movie scenes like like the the. The chainsaw scene, for example, in Scarface, people were outraged about that. And if you actually watch that scene, there was never like a somebody literally taking the chainsaw and ripping someone apart. Yeah, it was just like the the whole idea of it. So I think I think from 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 their side, there it, it makes a lot of sense. Now from the left side. You'll have something uh, of a critique from from a perspective of oh, America doesn't love you, and America doesn't love you turns into defund the police, loot, riot, destroy every f social. 
every 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 part of what makes America great, destroy that and we'll start over. Yeah, ridiculous. By the way, before we finish, since we and, and and if you guys haven't checked that, I'll check our Facebook too, because sometimes we'll, we'll drop some video content. When the riot and the looting started, right? Uh, you actually had went into Walgreens. We went to Home Depot. We we recorded a whole lot of stuff. We interviewed a lot of people, and and we saw the damage that happened. You still pass by 63rd, 59th, 55th, and these stores are still boarded up. Yeah. And well, there you go. That's that's where the nonsense on the left could lead you to, yeah. even till now. And who knows how long it'll be that way, right? Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember to share us. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple, and Google. Follow us on Twitter at Hanging with Apes. See you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.